Welcome to Advancing PM&R, a podcast from the American Academy of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation. Hi, everyone. We're back with one final episode of the Advancing PM&R, discussing this year's annual assembly. I'm Sarah Wong, chair of the program planning committee, and today I have Dr. Rachel Bracky Holman with me. Rachel is the chair of AAPMNR's Medical Education Committee, which oversees the Program Planning Committee and all educational programming. She sits on our Board of Governors, and today we're looking back at this year's Annual Assembly and looking ahead to future years. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you. So I want to start by looking back at this year's program. To kick us off, would you like to share a favorite memory of the Assembly this year? Yes. Wow. That's a hard question to answer because I had so many great memories. It was such a fun conference. I can't believe it was just a few days ago. But I would say definitely a standout memory is the PM&R party that was at the Superdome. That was just an incredible party. We had over 1,400 people there. And I remember a live band playing when I arrived. I remember live music and a DJ where later in the party where I saw a bunch of people dancing. And then, you know, on the one side of the field, people were throwing footballs and kicking balls and trying to make field goals. And then the great food and drink. It was just such a fun way to get together in a casual way. And people could do what they wanted. They could just talk at a table or they could go play on the field or they could dance and so it, I don't know that I can say that I've seen dancing at a PM&R party. And so that was pretty darn cool. And just being in the Superdome and kind of looking around from the field, I just thought that that was pretty incredible and not a perspective we can typically get as a fan. Such a cool experience. How about you? Do you have a favorite memory? Yeah, I agree with you that the PM&R party was pretty amazing. I love the drum line. I think just getting to see all of my old friends from residency and colleagues and seeing them outside of work in that setting and just being able to have a good time and enjoy ourselves throughout the annual assembly. We made so many good memories. Um, So it's nice to see everyone again, for sure. I know. It definitely felt like everyone was back. I mean, not everyone, but a lot more people were back. And I thought that that was such a great, I saw some people from residency that I hadn't seen in 10 years. And that was so cool. I know. I agree. What did you learn this past week? Anything that sticks out in your mind? Well, you know, I, now that I'm not PPC chair, I had the opportunity to attend more sessions (laughs) and I went to the finance talk. I went to a bunch of different talks and I definitely learned both practical medicine, but also the finance talk for me kind of stood out as an interesting conversation. I know we were both there. And so I thought it was kind of interesting to get the viewpoint of a few different providers. I also thought the plenary sessions with about technology and artificial intelligence were really fascinating. And also the third plenary about the kind of motivation, how to motivate people. I definitely plan on taking some of those strategies back with me on how to motivate adult learners to make changes or even how to motivate my patients to make positive changes. So I thought those sessions were really great because it didn't matter what subspecialty within PM&R you do. I thought they were really applicable and super interesting. And I'm now with family for Thanksgiving week, and I've been sharing some insights from the artificial intelligence talk 
that's been really of interest among the people here who none of them are in medicine. And so that's been really cool. How about you? I went to so many fun sessions. I agree. The plenary has really stuck out in my mind. I went to a great talk on muscle wasting, which, you Mm. know, isn't really what I do, but really interesting to just hear about something a little bit different, which is why I always love annual assembly because we can choose to see something that's kind of within our specialty or, you know, something that's more broader in in PM&R, which is kind of nice. Well, luckily, all the practice and clinical symposia are recorded and available to all attendees, virtual and in person, and they're online for up to a year. Are you planning to check out any additional content online? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I actually this week have been logging in to see if they're available yet. Because I missed some of the Fizz Talks on Sunday, and I really want to see the rest of those. And then there were a bunch of sessions where there were three concurrent. I could only, obviously, be in one place at one time. And so I'm really excited about seeing some, because there was definitely some buzz about many of the sessions. And so I am looking forward to when those drop and become available. Good. Yeah, me too. There was a lot that I, you know, had two or three on a session and I was like, oh, which one am I going to go to? And then it was like, oh, it's okay. I can watch this later. No big deal. Exactly. Exactly. Good. Well, there's something so energizing about being together for the week and focusing on advancing our specialty and our patient care. How are you going to harness that post-conference energy and bring it back with you? You know, I think what was exciting is we had a number of our residents at the meeting. And so I think we'll just continue the conversations that were started there and then also bring some people along. You know, I think talking about some of these conversations about the use of technology in medicine, I think the use of artificial intelligence and how can we think about doing that in a way that's helpful and positive. And certainly there's little tidbits clinically that I definitely plan on kind of bringing with me back home. But I think it's really just about continuing the conversation with my peers and with some of the trainees that were there that heard the same content yeah, and really talking through how to incorporate. I went to a really cool talk on kind of developing a spine program. Um, it was put on by physicians that work at UPMC. And that was really cool too, because they have a very different model and a value-based. There's so many different things that you start thinking about. I actually really want to incorporate some of the motivational kind of how to inspire change just in patient care and talking to patients and really focusing on the positive to motivate change versus like trying to scare people into changing. I thought that was such a good talk. Yeah. And I want to go back and like see it again because I'm sure then I can formulate more concrete ways to kind of motivate the people around me to to continue doing all the good things for themselves. How about you? Yeah, same. Like you said, I was thinking about some of the talks that I had seen, especially the plenaries that I want to go back and like rewatch. And I think, like you said, just kind of incorporating all the things that we learned and kind of building on those conversations with colleagues, which is great. Now looking ahead to 2024, which we're already starting to plan, we're going to be in San Diego. What are you looking forward to? Oh my gosh. I'm excited about so many things. This is where my involvement early on gets a little, I guess. So first of all, San Diego. I mean, that's kind of hard not to get excited about San Diego. I think the PM&R party, obviously that was a highlight at this past meeting and it's going to be at USS Midway in San Diego. And that I think it's going to be so cool to be on the ship and to have a party on a ship. So I can't wait to see what the amazing Academy party planners do with that. (laughs) So I think that that will be really cool. And then 
Something I'm really excited about that's been a conversation since I've been on PPC for a while before moving into my MEC role is how to incorporate more advanced clinical content for intermediate and later career individuals. And I'm really excited next year about how we're launching the advanced curricula for more mid and and later career individuals. I'm really excited to see kind of where that goes and how it lands. And I I really hope it offers something to folks who've been giving us that feedback for a while. So I'm excited to see what your committee does with that. I I think it's going to be a really exciting kind of shift. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited about the advanced clinical focus days. We've already had some really good conversations with some of the different communities and are already kind of looking at how to build those days. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you get to a point in your career where when you're looking at your subspecialty, sometimes it feels hard to like build on that knowledge. But I think this is a good opportunity to do that. And it's been a fun collaboration to get to talk with some of the communities and think about what topics we really want want to have. So I'm really looking forward to, to that. And that big kind of change, like you said, that we've been talking about for a very long time. It's exciting. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah. So what is unique about this conference experience and what makes it worth coming back year after year? You know, it's interesting. I had this conversation with some of the residents because at this point when I go to a meeting, you know, I'm at least 10 plus years out of training. It's kind of hard to believe, but every, every conference I go to, I feel like it's almost like the power of exponential numbers. I feel like I meet 10 new people, if not more. And then the next meeting that builds, and I feel like I'm kind of at that point where I feel like I'm seeing kind of the exponential growth of my contacts. And I don't mean to like say like, I'm so popular, (laughs) but I'm just saying like, I just now have such a wonderful network of people outside of even the department that I work in. And it spans from the alumni, the residents that I went to residency with, the fellowship colleague residents that were residents when I was a fellow at a different institution, and then people who've been on committees with me or just where we connected at a past meeting. And so I don't know. I mean, I think obviously the content is incredible. And now the plenary sessions are always really interesting. And I always get something and bring something home from them. But I think for me, the part that really makes it worth attending are those spontaneous conversations or meeting somebody through somebody else that I know where I make a connection and kind of expand my network. And I just, that's almost invaluable. And, and residents who were walking around with me were asking like, how did you get to know so many people? I'm like, well, like it, I'm an introvert. Like it, I'm not actually miss, you know, party lady who meets tons of people everywhere I go, but I just over time have made a lot of connections and the network has grown. And I just find that touching base with people and checking in and seeing how they're doing and how their family's doing. And I just, that gives me a lot of joy at these meetings. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I love the networking. I think it's one of the strongest parts of the meeting. I think from an education standpoint, I really like the fact that I can go and listen to a stroke talk, which is not at all what I do, right? I went to several cancer rehab talks this year. I just like expanding my knowledge in maybe these areas that I don't focus on clinically, but it also brings up things for me like, you know, I do pelvic rehab. Well, how can I use some of these you know, things that I learned in the cancer rehab talk to bring to my practice and, you know, 
there's overlap in all of these patients that we see, right? And so I think building the knowledge, maybe not directly in the public health world, but kind of outside of it, and how can I incorporate that into what I do? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Every session you can take away something for your own, no matter what, you know, what you're practicing. Yeah. Well, Rachel, thank you for your time today. Thank you to our listeners and stay tuned as we continue the conversation on Advancing PR Manara podcast. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.